hello, hello. This is Carib Carter Clues, and welcome to Leslie at Large. Uh, hot topic this week. It's the topic that Mark Twain said everybody talks about it, and nobody can do anything about it. The weather. The weather. Leslie, let's talk weather in Nicaragua and Central America in general, since you live in it. I do. I'm right here in the middle of it. And currently here in Nicaragua, we are what's called the rainy season. And so people are always asking us, you know, whether it's any of our countries, Belize or Nicaragua, Panama, the question we get asked a lot from, you know, people that are considering, you know, even traveling here or moving here is about the weather conditions. What does it look like? What does that mean? Um, the beauty and one of the things I love living in this region is you have pretty much steady temperatures. You're looking usually in the 80s, you know. Um, Belize was the same way. It was usually around. People would ask us, oh, it's probably 82. That was seemed to be the average. So that was a safe bet if you wanted to place a good bet on what the temperature was. But, um, yeah, in the rainy season, you know, it varies. Last year, rainy season here, which usually runs from, like, May to, you know, October. Usually September, October are the rainiest months here in Nicaragua. Um but last year when I moved here in May, it was beautiful. It was green, not a lot of rain. Uh, it would rain sometimes at night, kind of like what I was used to in Belize. You would get kind of the tropical storms, you know, the little bit of rain at night and then the sunshine during the day. So we really experienced that a lot last year. This year, I will tell you, it's been a lot rainier, you know. it's It usually <laughs> rains during the days um, a little bit, not all day long. Um, at night, a lot of rain, you get these amazing, when I say amazing thunder and lightning storms. So when yeah. you're sitting out at night, especially right where I am right now over, I'm at the restaurant. Um, see if I can kind of the little restaurant through there. Wow. And then you've got wow. out here. So yeah, um, this is the pool where everybody comes and hangs out, but you're sitting out here at nighttime and you can see off way in the distance over the water, just these magnificent lightning storms. And we do, we sit out here and watch them. They're unbelievable to see. And then we kind of count, I don't remember the thing, but apparently there's some notion of, you know, when you hear the, th the thunder and there's like a you count up between it and how close it is. I don't know how that works, yeah, but people yeah, are always, yeah. you can tell they're talking about it and trying to figure out how close it really is and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I love we're talking about this because when I lived in Honduras, at, let's say at um, Vista Bonita, Honduras, it was about 20 minutes outside of La Ceiba, And I would go in every day on the chicken bus. And during the rainy season, it was, it, it lasts, like you say, I think maybe six weeks or so at about three o'clock. I mean, it could be a beautiful day like the one you're, you're, you're in right now. I mean, it is stunning, by the way. Uh, and about three o'clock, it was like God called the the angels together and said, OK, bring your buckets and dump water. And it was like instantaneous. I would be walking down the street, La Ceiba, And the next thing I know, it would be up to my ankles. And I swear to God, up to mid calf. And it seemed like 15 wow. minutes later. Yeah. So and, and then it would uh, after an hour, it would go away. And the sun would come out and everything would dry up and I would know, okay, see you tomorrow at three o'clock. <laughs> it was the monsoon season. That's it. And you know what? Isn't you get that used to it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. You know, we'll joke sometimes we have a bridge that comes in to the property and sometimes you may be, you know, at the restaurant outside the gates eating and all of a sudden, you know, it's, it comes that crazy rain and wind and you're like, oh my gosh. But the cool thing is like, we're all in like a WhatsApp group for the property here and even with the gate and they'll, they'll watch the river for us and they'll keep us updated. They'll be like, okay, the river's rising because we're surrounded this property. We have rivers on each of our borders. And so uh, they'll message and say, hey, you may, you know, if you're outside the gates, you may want to try to get home. The rivers are starting to rise and they really do a great job of monitoring that, keeping us up, up to date with that. Any type of thing here. So we have even like a public safety WhatsApp group. Um, and right. I, you know, when I first moved here, I, you know, I, I grew up in Texas. I lived in Nashville for a while, but I had never lived anywhere where there were earthquakes. And, you know, we are on the Pacific side. And guess what? We get earthquakes. Um, I'd never experienced that. I'll, I'll, I remember the first time I did, I was actually real close to here and I could see the pool. And I thought I felt something and I saw the pool water sloshing and I was like, what is going on? And somebody's like, oh, it's an earthquake. And I'm like, I got so excited though, because I'd never experienced one. And I was like, oh, that's what that's like. Um, they're not anything major. You know, we've we've had a couple recently that were, you know, farther up the coast, but you can feel them a little bit. You, you know, because your windows rattle, that's about the only, the way sometimes if you're, you know, in bed, you may kind of feel a little rocking going on. But, um, you know, you, it's a very real thing. You, you have some earthquakes, like I said, nothing major, uh, but they, they keep us updated any type of anything going on weather related, you know, they notify the residents and the public safety groups. So All right, I told you it froze a second and now Leslie's back. Leslie at large is back with us. So in a different in a you're a little different locale, but it's still gorgeous. So we were talking weather and let's get back into the weather. Cause I think it, my opinion and see if you agree with this. I think people get unduly alarmed about the weather sometimes in Central America. And so right. this is a great episode to help people rest assured folks. It's mostly sun, sand and surf. Don't get overboard about but a little bit of inclemency occasionally. So let's pick up where we left off. You were telling us about, I think you were telling us about seeing some, waves in the swimming pool when you left. Yeah, so with the earthquakes, what happens is, I, I'd never experienced that, but if you were outside and you could see like the pool water sloshing around, you know, you feel just a little something, but you're not real sure what it is if it's your first one like myself. Um, there have been a few where I've been in my house and you know, the windows rattle, that kind of thing. But, um, it, you know, it was a kind of a cool experience. Um, Obviously, we don't want to have any major ones, but that is, you know, you live on the Pacific Coast. That is part of the reality of it. You just want to have that awareness. You know, I yes. said my heart out right now to everyone in Florida and, you know, you're watching the devastation that's gone on. And it's that reminder of, you know, weather is so powerful um, and we, d we can't control it, unfortunately, but you no. can be scared. And that's the one thing I said, you know, about this community is they're on top of things. We have our public safety group. They keep us in the loop, you know, all types of weather, any type of activities, rivers rising, those kind of things. And I really appreciate that. You, you know, I think, and I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. <clears throat> they keep you fully informed. I think something that 
we all have to realize is when you hear, okay, about the terrible devastation of a hurricane in somewhere, you know, in Central America, I think people need to keep in mind that it's the devastation is occurring for the most part in places where people are living in mud huts or homes that are like chicken coops. So of course, anything strong, it looks like, oh my God, look at that. It blew the country away. No, it didn't. Places like Grand Pacifica are fine. Places like when I lived on Roatan Island, Keyhole Bay, they're fine. They are built to withstand that type of thing. The homes that the 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 indigenous population live in, they're going to get flooded pretty easily and blown over by a gust of wind. I remember at, uh, at, at Keyhole Bay, our good friend Dan Taylor built it. <clears throat> Incredible. And one day he pointed out to me, look, we when we build, we prepare for inclement weather. He pointed out the doors on the condos were built so they opened out. Okay, I thought this was fascinating. And he, sa he said, do you notice something different here? And I said, I'm not sure. He said, the front door opens out. He said, that's so if there is strong gust of wind, it doesn't blow the door in because the door doesn't go in. And so all this is taken into account by incredible, incredible, you know, uh, developers like Mike Cobb and Joel Nagel, Grand, uh, Grand Pacifica, where you are, or Grand Bayman, what they're doing in El Zante and El Salvador. Now the reefs at, there in Honduras, all this is taken into consideration. So, so yeah. you're going to be fine. Yeah, that's a great point to make. Obviously, you know, we talk about doing due diligence when you are looking to really move somewhere. You know, ask those questions and make sure the building standards, that they're North American standards, that they are, you know, they have the hurricane windows and all those different features because that is important uh, when you're relocating to these different parts. Yeah, and if you're, you know, if you get hit by a, I don't know what this thing is hit in Florida, Cat 4 or Cat 5, I mean, it pretty much leveled Fort Myers, it doesn't matter where you are if something like that happens. That's, you know, that, that is what we call an act of God. And God pretty much does what he wants. And most of the time, thank God, it's very nice for us. I mean, looking where you are right now, God was very kind to the people in Nicaragua because it is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It is beautiful. Like we said, it's, it's, it's known as the land of lakes and volcanoes. Um, and we have those abundantly, you know, just the rivers, the streams, the net natural. I, I told someone the other day, like I was always amazed, especially when you fly into Nicaragua, you know, when you're flying into, you know, Miami or the States or stuff, what do you see? You see a lot of buildings and you don't really see a lot of green. When you fly into Nicaragua, I'm just always amazed at the vast majority of just the, uh, it's just preserved, you know, natural green space and land. And it's beautiful when you're flying in because you don't see, you yeah. don't see a lot of development and buildings and just the stuff like you do when you're flying over the U.S. It, it, it really is, you know, it was years ago, I remember somebody saying the nice thing about the, the developers who are building these gorgeous communities like Grand Pacifica in Nicaragua or Honduras and all, is that they leave the trees. They said in the U.S., they cut down the trees and then named the streets after them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! Where gosh. you are, we can see over your shoulder, they leave the trees. It's wonderful. Yes. <laughs> 
It's beautiful. Yeah. This is uh, one of the condo buildings here, our most recent, Momotombo. It's a beautiful building. Now, so, that, how, how far is that from the ocean? Oh, let me just flip. Let me walk over here and flip my phone. I'll show you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Gorgeous building. Gorgeous the building. The ocean's just right there. I don't know what the lighting, if you can see it, but. Okay, yeah, I see it. it. I right see in front it. of those chairs. Yes, yes. So, wow. That's pretty darn close in my book. <laughs> that's close. That As somebody who's not a big water guy, that is certainly close enough for me. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually one of the uh, kind of a very popular surf break called the meat grinder. And by the name of it, it tells me I don't want to be out there on the meat grinder. <laughs> what What is it called again? The meat grinder. The meat grinder. What in God's name possesses anyone to want to <laughs> enter something like that? I just, I, I don't get it, but I know, look, I know the water. Yeah, lovers. I don't know, but uh, it's definitely an advanced surf break. Uh, but we have a lot of surfers that they, I mean, they love it. Um, when that part of the water, when it goes back, you know, the tide goes, you can see there's just rocks all under that one section. Hence the um, name probably meat grinder. <laughs> well, I think, I think that Graham, Nicaragua has some of the best surfing in Central America. And on the 3.5 miles of coastland that on which uh, Grand Pacifica has been built are some of those great waves. Right. Some of those great waves. Right. And we have, I... We have yeah, we Go have ahead. two different surf breaks. So we have the one meat grinder um, here, and then down a little ways, we have another uh, beach called Asachio Beach, and there's more intermediate beginner surf break there that a lot of people enjoy. Well, and I and I know that the Mike Cobb, Joel Nagel community in El Salvador, at El Zante, that I think is rated as the top surfing site in, in Central America. And one of, one of the, actually a good surfer friend of mine said, Carter, it's more than that. It's one of the best in the world. Wow. It's pretty fantastic. I know. That's exciting. Yeah. And I'm told, you know, talking about weather, I'm told that the, the winds and the type of winds like that we get here in Nicaragua is why we have like, especially almost year round surfing here. That's one of the key things that the surfers love um, here, especially at ours. And it's something to do. I don't know. I'll probably, get it all wrong it's like you have your offshore and onshore and i don't remember which way is which but it's something with the type of winds that we get and i think because of some of our lakes that helps us have really great surfing almost year round let me let me ask you a question i i know we're almost out of time here but i want to ask you a question and because i was surprised by this you remember i i, I said i lived on roatan island for a while and I think something that will surprise people, it certainly shocked me, is you have some chilly evenings, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not a lot, but there are times, especially when, when it is raining and you get a little bit of that breeze. So there are times that I bring out the, the little hoodie or the thin jacket or the rain jacket, not a lot. But there are times now, I will tell you different parts of Nicaragua, um, like if you go up into like Matagapa and some of those areas, it yes. is beautiful, nice temperatures. You've got like your coffee plantations there. And uh, yeah, definitely almost every night there, you know, you've got a little light jacket or something with you. And that's a beautiful place to check out and explore too. We haven't done that yet on Leslie at Large, so I'll have to make that 
um, definitely a to-do list soon because it's a beautiful, cool place as well. Yeah, I would love to see Matagalpa. And I think I think the, you know, sometimes we hear people say, because we're talking about weather here, well, I like a little variety in weather. Honest to God, right. you are going to get more variety in weather you can imagine. But Leslie, I got to tell you, one of the coldest I've been in my life is one evening at, at a tiki bar on the beach on Roatan Island. And like you say, the rain came and the wind came in off the Caribbean. And I thought, I think I, I, I feel like an Eskimo. I felt like, yeah. <laughs> so, folks, you will have variety in weather. You will have variety. Fortunately, mostly gorgeous sun like you're in exactly. right now. It is beautiful. So thank you very much. Thank you for being our weather person. This is fantastic. The the uh, yes, yeah. It was fun being the weather girl for a change. <laughs> <laughs> I just need and like my green screen behind me where we can put all the different effects up. We needed a um, fan so I could have the wind. You know, we, we should have right, done it up right. differently for those watching yeah. and yeah. not listening. <laughs> I love it just the way it is. Thank you very, very much. This has been excellent. It's very, very informative about a very important topic to people, especially right now, you know, when the news is full of it. So thank you. It's great to see you again. I wish I Always were there. Always great to it visit with you. It is absolutely beautiful. And I'm sitting here in York, Pennsylvania in a sweatshirt. Folks, there you go. If you had any doubts about the weather, now that we're removed, uh, the weather is fantastic. There, You don't have to worry. Um, and you actually get a little variety from time to time. So as I always tell you every week, let's do this thing.